going? How's everybody doing? I hope that you guys had a great week. Welcome back to Deep in the Forest. I am uh, your host, Pastor Roger, and this is Mariah Crook hey with guys. us. Hey guys! And today we have an awesome, uh, kind of like a, a debated, you know, subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a lot of things that I've heard over the years. I you know it's 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 been talked about. I think since the beginning of all time. You know? Yeah. Uh, and it's whether we are going to be drinking or whether we should be drinking alcohol as Christians. Right. So we're going to try to bring a perspective as, um, as you know, well, me personally, I, I don't, I don't mind drinking and we'll, we'll get more into that later on. Um, and Mariah, how do you feel about it? I like to taste the different alcoholic beverages out there, but I just personally don't have a full glass of anything right and so i mean that's like the full disclosure we want to be honest with you we want to yeah. make sure that uh we're we're telling you you know from a from a, a deep-rooted heartfelt honest answer mm-hmm. and so we we encourage everybody if you guys have any more questions or you, you know if you want to talk about it we'll be here for you but uh so today uh, you know our debate is whether we as christians should have and taste alcohol at all, and uh, there's there's a few there's a few reasons why. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the you know just more legalistic uh, type people who are very you know they they want to do what's best and they want to have uh, the best interest for everybody you know and, and and in their opinion they want to make sure that nobody drinks. Because, you know, you can get out of control, things can happen, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you never know what happens when you're drinking alcohol, right? And Mm -hmm. we'll talk a little bit about some Bible stories on that. But uh, on the other side, you have the more like liberal or, you know, a a free way of just like, hey, well, if I want to have a drink every once in a while, you know, Jesus had a drink, you know? And I think um, sometimes on both extremes, there might be some issues, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, we might find some people that say... Oh man, I will never taste alcohol. Basically, like Nazarene vow from here on out, you know. And then like yeah. other people are like, uh, you know, basically I I I even you know verge on getting drunk, you know, every once in a while. Right. So right. Uh, I think those are two great extremes, right? Yeah, and we'll kind of dive into like why this has gotten such a um, bad rap, I guess, alcohol consumption in mm. general. Or why it's such a hot button issue. This is not to say, I guess we should have disclaimed this, but this isn't to say that someone who has struggled with alcoholism or drunkenness in the past should try to embrace having a beverage once in a while. Right. You know, obviously convictions lie with different people at different levels. Mm. So we're not talking about those individuals who are abstaining completely because they came out of that lifestyle um, when they came to know Christ or they just have a struggles with drunkenness we're Mm. talking about someone who doesn't struggle with it are they being too legalistic like you said in how they approach the topic if that's not something that was a part of their past and or the individual who's way too lenient and maybe they do have a problem (laughs) but they just don't (laughs) think they do and who's going to tell them you know the classic and you know one of the things that uh ends up happening is that we use a lot of the Bible just as an excuse. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, like Jesus drank wine. I've heard that one so much, you know, like, oh, well, one of the first people to, to, to make wine was Jesus. And, and if he didn't want us to be drinking, then why would God allow it? You know, (laughs) uh, you know, different things like that. So, 
Um, that that's one of the things. And so I'll you know if we could break it up into three sections. Uh, I like three stories. There's kind of like the extreme of the 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 person or my my interpretation of what ended up happening. I, now I'm finding out that there might be more interpretations, but I think the person that comes to mind when I when I think about it is Noah, right? And I, mm-hmm. and Noah is the example of somebody who drank too much. Uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of like the you know like the 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 Noah story is so amazing because he goes from being this hero right so like uh the person who who was righteous in the eyes of the lord Mm -hmm. in chapter six of genesis Mm -hmm. you know and he is found to be pretty good he's a he's a stand-up guy but then uh close to chapter 10 we see that man he makes some mistakes you know and he and he ends up getting drunk and he you know he builds his whole vineyard and he um he he gets drunk and then from there on you know like we kind of know him for that too yeah. And he has hard consequences, hard consequences. Like he ends up having or not having to, but he ends up cursing his son mm-hmm. directly out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like we never see Ham, right? It's a Shem, Ham and Japheth. Mm-hmm. And then we don't see the mention of Ham anymore. It's just Canaan mm-hmm. because um, because what happened, right? And so like, you know, basically he builds this vineyard, squeezes the grapes, turns it to wine. And then from there, um, he gets drunk. And then passes out, mm-hmm. and his son finds him, uh, you know, with ridicules him probably mm-hmm. mentions it to his uh, other friend, uh, his other sons, and then now they're kind of making fun of their dad. So it was a very shameful story for him, and uh, I think that that's kind of like one of the dangers of alcohol, and that's why right. maybe some people who are more legalistic they're like, bro, that's why we don't touch it. Right. You know, that's why we don't think about it. That's why we don't even smell it. You know, like mm-hmm. we don't even want to be near it because, you know, one thing comes to, you know, leads to the other. All of a sudden you're drunk, passed out and your mm-hmm. son's making fun of you. Right. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so There's so, nothing new under the sun. And if, if you, you know, if you know Noah, if you think about Noah, then, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that everybody ends up like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I mean, that's like the the the, the terrible side. Mm-hmm. which you know i think everybody has their own past or anything like that i mean uh everybody has like their their mistakes that they make and whether it's alcohol or something else mm-hmm. you know it could be another it, it doesn't just have to be alcohol you can get into a lot of trouble without alcohol you yeah. know <laughs> like you can do a lot of mistakes um without alcohol you know you see a cute mm-hmm. girl and you start sliding dms dude all of a sudden you're way deep into something that you probably shouldn't be doing right so it's mm-hmm. like that type of stuff is okay but the alcohol is not and that's yeah. why I'm like, man, like legalism is tough. It's right. tough to really follow. Right. Well, and those type of things are sometimes connected, mm. you know, like the whole sex, drugs and rock and roll. Like that was kind of like something that Christians took and were like, just get rid of all of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you have one, you have the other two present. Right. And so, you know, with alcohol consumption being factored in, um, a lot of Christians, and I think with the, I think with a really genuine heart posture too, are really cautious about making sure they don't um, become tempted in ways that if they just abstain completely, it wouldn't be an issue. Mm. Um, but with that, they then maybe rob another believer of their liberty um, and mm. their non-conviction and- for drinking and. 
it can be hard. Yeah, well, because it gets it gets even tougher because I think that that was happening with the Timothy, which yeah. is our like kind of like our second uh, section, you know, where it's like Timothy may have been criticized mm-hmm. for for uh, drinking alcohol or something to the degree where he may have stopped drinking alcohol altogether. Mm-hmm. Which at the time, you know, now it, it it doesn't really affect us as much if we stop drinking alcohol because mm-hmm. we have purified water, right? You know, right. but at the time they were purifying the water with the wine, mm-hmm. and so it was a huge problem. So now he's having digestive system, you know, like shutdowns and and maybe something that could was you know could really affect his health. Mm-hmm. And why? Because somebody on the legal legalistic side says, "Whoa, dude, you're drinking way too much wine," and it's like well, it's, it's probably good for me because I have, yeah. you know, some digestive system problems. In it. And we see that, that Paul mentions to him and reminds him, hey, uh, don't forget to to drink wine. Don't, don't you mm-hmm. know, almost like a don't let it affect you. Yeah. What everybody else says, just, you know, kind of just don't let that affect you and your decisions to make, to, to do the right thing. Yeah. No, I think Paul was giving him some like, medical advice at the time because you know his stomach was ailing him and paul literally tells him like stop just drinking water like mm-hmm. you you need something else in your system to help clear that stomach up whatever you know timothy was dealing with and we even see it now there's scientific evidence yeah. everywhere that um red wine specifically Glass of red wine yeah right? <laughs> you know heart health um yeah. it's really good for you and even beer in some small quantities can be really good for your heart health yeah. and so you, we don't want to take that and run with it and be like, exactly. it's for my health, like, it's for my heart. And you're just There's like having two to three. Line, yeah, you know? like, yeah. A thin line uh, where people are like going from healthy <laughs> to like uh, not yeah. like, really quick, you know? I yeah. think that that's the, that's the problem. And I think, you know, right. um, that's why it's so hard as Christians um, because we tend to, I think that we tend to go hard. Mm-hmm. You know, we either go, we go extremes. We go uh either a hundred percent like negative and we don't do it we don't touch it we don't think about it right or hey man we're just like you know god is love and we're just gonna you know gung-ho <laughs> it you know yeah and there's like that happy in between where it's like i think that that's where it lies mm-hmm. uh we try not to we 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 think like siths and absolutes bro really like, yeah. you know, like, but like you know what it really comes down to it's like um it, maybe a, a a prerogative of like make it your own, Mm -hmm. which is actually like the whole basis of the Holy Spirit, you know? Yes. And, and, and it kind of leads me to like the third, the third, um, third example that I could think of, which was Jesus, Mm -hmm. uh, his first, his first ever miracle that Mm -hmm. recorded at least, you know, um, within the Canon gospels (laughs) is that he turns the water into wine Mm -hmm. in the, in the, um, in the the wedding of Canon. So all of a sudden they're out of wine mm-hmm. and his mo- his mother asks him to, you know, like, hey, do something about it. Mm-hmm. And he could choose to say no and be legalistic and just be like, you know what? Um, I I don't believe that these people have a, a real good control over themselves. Yeah. You know, <laughs> obviously they've drank plenty of wine, you know, like <laughs> I'm sure they didn't start the wedding with like, uh, a lack of wine. I, I'm mm-hmm. sure they kind of, you know, they had it planned out so that there would be enough. And, mm-hmm. and so that must have been a at least decent amount of wine. Right. So they had drank a decent amount of wine and they went over. Okay, now Jesus is up. 
he doesn't go legalistic way and say, no, you know what? Um, this is a sin and mm-hmm. we're going to just, you know, this is almost gluttony and all, you know, like, I'm going to invent like, soda like, right now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah. are going to switch over. <laughs> okay. Martinelli's, one yeah. off, you know, from here <laughs> yeah. on out, like uh, <laughs> that, which, you know, honestly, and that, no, I'm just kidding. So, um, I think that that's, you know, something that he could have done. He could have done something else. He didn't choose not to, he, or yeah. he chose not to. And, and he, he, he gave us wine and it said mm-hmm. the, 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 the head waiter decided, you know, to, to make it an effort to say that it was the best wine that he had ever tasted. So mm-hmm. he didn't go cheap. Mm-hmm. So that means it must've been some, obviously best quality wine there could be. Right. I mean, Jesus himself. So, um, what is Jesus really with, within the story? We can see that Jesus, honestly, what he really cared about and why he did that was the reputation of the, of the couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, from here on out, it, that would have been a social faux pas. You know, they would have mm-hmm. been like, Oh my gosh. Like, and they would have been known as the couple yeah. that could not handle the wedding. Right. How embarrassing, you know, like, Oh, they ran out of wine. We, you know, like that's going to be, and basically that was um, how the culture worked that they, whatever they ran out of, you know, that set, that was going to say something about how their wedding was going to go, which is awesome because now their wedding went that Jesus was there and he made a miracle happen. So that's awesome. Um, But I think Jesus comes in and saves their reputation Mm -hmm. more than anything, you know, because he doesn't. He doesn't proclaim the gospel Mm -hmm. and say, okay, the kingdom is now. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a a miracle that really almost starts pre-ministry. You know, he's getting his his team together. Uh, He's calling some people out, but, you know, he he hasn't embarked yet into his full-on ministry. This is the first first uh and he even says himself it's not time yet you know yeah, so yeah so that 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 is a dead giveaway that no this wasn't time yet he gives this miracle for the reputation of people so what does jesus care about mm-hmm. it's uh you see that he has a huge respect for reputation and view how mm-hmm. people view you mm-hmm. um so which is our last point i as a pastor I have a really hard time explaining that to people because um, on one hand, people, they want to treat me like a human being, right? Mm -hmm. So they don't know whether to like, um, I'll go to parties and stuff and they'll serve everybody a beer and they'll just go to me and they're like, oh, um, uh," and they freeze, you know, you can see like their mind is rushing like a million miles an hour and they're just like, "Um, I want to treat them, you know, right. I want to treat Uh them with respect, but then. I don't know if he drinks. Does he drink? Can he drink? Is it drink? You know, like, yeah, do yeah. I drink at this point? You know, like, and they're just kind of like, oh my gosh, like, uh, you know, oh wait, so if he drinks, can I drink? But if I don't drink, oh, you know, so it's, yeah. it's just it's like this huge uh, social kind of like, uh, Taboo, you know, yeah, almost. like you don't know what's going on yeah. as a pastor. And so you feel that very heavily mm. and people will tell you like, and so, okay, the question is then, if I go to a social gathering, should I drink? Because mm-hmm. I want to fit in with the people. I want to make sure that they feel comfortable. I want to make sure that, you know, like everybody knows that I'm a human being too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do have higher standards. Right. You know, and uh, right. I do have a reputation, mm-hmm. like Jesus uh, kind of indicated here, that we need to make sure that we give the right view, mm-hmm. the right, you know, 
and make make sure that nobody else is going to be stumbled. So man, it's it is like one of those rough rough areas where it's just like, ah, uh, you know, what do I even yeah. do? Yeah. So what 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 do you think in your I think case? I think that if a Christian is asking themselves, you know, like you said regarding social uh, events or just get-togethers, if you know everyone else there doesn't have an issue with it and you don't. I would say go ahead, like, you know, have a, a glass or a bottle or whatever with a meal or whatnot. Um, I don't think they're doing anything sinful mm. by doing that. But if you're in the company of someone who you know has had past struggles with alcoholism or um, they just are withholding because of their own personal convictions, you know, it may be more loving to limit your liberty in mm-hmm. that way and just say, you know, this may tempt them to want to drink, but they're, you know, they're not operating the same way I am regarding how they view this. And so this might stumble them. Um, so it, it really, if you're a Christian who doesn't have that conviction yourself and you don't mind having a beverage, then I'd say the next thing you do is who does have it? And if they're in my company, I'm going to make sure I can love them and not stumble them. If they're not, then I can exercise my liberty that I know I have under, you know, in the New Testament, under the New Covenant. So it's situational. I think, yeah, Um, my, I think my rule uh, that I've kind of just built for myself in not just that case, but in every case, I try to, you know, I I don't stick to my own rules every time. But Mm -hmm. um, what I always think about is, which is, is related to this in, in, in essence, but like it's, it's, it's food related that, um, there was a problem, I guess, with the Corinthians, uh, as there, you know, <laughs> as there always was. And then yes. they came to Paul. Some of them were eating meat and that was, you know, given to the idols. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the people were like, it's just discounted meat. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the people were like, no, that's just crazy. We shouldn't do that. Um, and, but they kind of tended to be like almost Karen vibe, you know, like yeah. really like a uh, level of just like. You know, like, if you even touch it, I don't even want to be here anymore. And I right. deny Jesus. Like, you know, like kind of like really um, legalistic to a, a degree where it's it's really damaging to the church. Right. right. And so they, uh, so Paul asks the people who are eating meat. And, and he, he, within his um, restriction, he kind of commends them. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, well, do it for them because they're weak. Mm-hmm. You being strong, uh, you put those things aside and and do it for the weak. Yeah. Think about the weak. And so, I mean, I, that makes me feel a lot better because I am stronger now. now <laughs> um, but, you know, it just makes me feel good because I, I, yeah. I always think like, okay, um, there's, no, there's no sin in this. Yeah. There is nothing that Jesus could be against this. There is no previous mention of this within the Bible. Mm-hmm. There is no problem within my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have an addiction. I don't have, uh, you know, something like an attachment. Mm-hmm. But that person does, mm-hmm. you know. And if uh, and if that person has a problem, then I should probably be careful. Right. You know, uh, I should probably kind of just... Um, put my own wants aside and, and, and give to, to those who are next to me, which I think is obviously like the Christian thing to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
like sacrifice ourselves. The Christ thing is to sacrifice yourself for the good of the other. Yeah, exactly. And that's not to say that someone who maybe does struggle with it should like wave that flag around in people's faces all the that's time. Because I see people take advantage of that. And they're mm -hmm. like, oh, that just like stumbles me. And everyone knows all the time ever. And you can't allow anyone to do anything around you or else, you know, mm. lest you fall away from Jesus or something. Yeah, so right. in those circumstances, like if you really feel like, man, it's really hard to be around people who I know it, this, it, we're talking about gray areas. We're not yeah. talking about areas that are explicitly stated as uh -huh. sin. This is a gray area. It, don't go to some of those things. Don't put yourself in situations where you, you know, everyone else is okay with, you know, having a beverage and you're not just, if you really care about your walk with the Lord and not being stumbled, then you won't go yeah. instead of, you know, trying to make everyone do everything for you. But on the other hand, then there's the Christians who should put yeah. the others. So it's like that balance well, of like yeah, putting like, each other before ourselves, mm -hmm. but also not allowing that to like, cause manipulation, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, the, the let's just say that the legalistic tend, tend to be, not all the time, tend to be uh, more aggressive with it. Right, right. Uh, hey man, you shouldn't be doing that. And it really is just square. You know, you'd picture like a dinosaur <laughs> with like, you know, <laughs> like a red, I don't know why, but tie, you know, suit and just like a flat top haircut, you know? <laughs> and you just read there like, hey man, uh, you know what the Lord says about that, right? We're clear about this, right? And it's like, no, we're not. Cause that's not a black and white area. Right, in the Bible. right. And, but on the other hand, you picture this like totally hippie, like, kind of just like scarf wearing uh you know just christian dude where she's just like oh my gosh you know i just have like problems with this and if i could just you know out if you could just not right like that passive aggressiveness yeah, yeah, yeah like you know i've just seen so many struggles in my life and you're like do you struggle with it no absolutely not it's not me Oh. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's like the super aggressive guy mm -hmm. and then there's the passive aggressive people mm -hmm. and both of them are just wrong, you know, and that's yeah. like you feel shame rather than right. conviction. You feel right. uh, that you're just being called out rather than called in and, mm -hmm. and said, hey, you know what, like, dude, why are you drinking would be the question. Yeah. You know, yeah. like rather than like, uh, should you drink? Maybe why are you drinking? Mm -hmm. In the case of Noah, you know, we could discuss whether he uh, was in higher altitude and that's why he got drunk easier. Or we could say he just lost everything in the world. Every person, mm -hmm. his family, his, you know, all these things he's done. And now he's at the top of the hill, lonely, maybe with a little bit of absence of oxygen and he gets drunk. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, as Christians, we should be asking each other, why are you drinking? You right. Know, right. Rather than like, should you drink? Yeah. Yes or no. It should just be more like, well, what is your reason right. behind it? Yeah. You know, if you know a brother or sister, they regularly have a beverage every day and they really can't go to bed without one. Mm. Then you, you, you know, challenge them. Just be like, you know, do you think you're dependent on it? Do you think that's something that is becoming an idol in your life? And we're called to do that too. Yeah. Call one another out uh, with scripture, obviously, mm -hmm. but to hold each other accountable for if it then does get into the the idolization and sinful aspects of it. So yeah, I mean, in my in my that that's kind of how my personal, uh, you know, my thing went. Yeah, was um, somebody called me out, you know, and and I think that yeah, sure, like not 
quite like Noah, but I had lost a few people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was very sad and it was a very lonely place. And so I felt like, you know, I should, I, I'm okay to drink. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible doesn't say anything about it. Or, you know, it doesn't say enough about it to, to really get me to consider it or to, you know, uh, to go back against it. And then somebody asked me, like, but, you know, like, and they confronted me, like, this is how much you're drinking. Yeah. This is what, you know, but, you know, you're not, you're not a, at a party or a social event. You're by yourself at this point. You're like, <laughs> yeah. And you're crying in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, come on, dude. Like, you're, you're, you're <laughs> this isn't like a healthy, you know, like, hey, man, let's, let's get together and have some fun type drink, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why? And so right. that helped me a lot because um, it made me put it into perspective. Uh, so now, like I said, I don't have a problem with with a drink here and there, mm-hmm. uh, but I do, but I, but I am careful. Right. You know, it's a slippery slope out there. Yeah. And so um, that's kind of like my my like my conclusion on that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, um, does the Bible say much about it? Not enough to teeter either way, you know. That, to be that, black and white yeah, yeah not enough to go black and white yes or no it's more of a, like a personal decision mm-hmm. and i think that everybody's different you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh we all have different tolerances we all have different makeups build-ups you know like and everybody has uh a different past a different future mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um we should kind of just that is too many too many variables to really have have a one determination or one one answer for that. Right. And that's where it comes down to praying and just asking the Lord to clarify for you. You know, um, I'm not sure of where it is in the New Testament, but it's the verse that talks about whatever you don't do from faith is sin. So if you feel like you're convicted doing it, then hold off and just mm-hmm. pray about it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the Lord will clarify for you whether it truly is a conviction or not. Um, but if it's something you really are like, you know, the, I don't think this would be wise for me personally, then just listen to that. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He helps us understand where maybe scripture isn't going to be black and white. So Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Awesome. So thanks guys again. You know, I hope this kind of helps some of you guys, you know, and some of you guys maybe are either new to to the church or are looking to be uh, more knowledgeable. So we want to really make sure that uh, we do have the answers for you. So if you have any more questions, if you have uh, any more comments, just leave them down below. And uh, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. Bye guys.